Well, ladies and gentlemen, here we go once again. Welcome to Cowboys Talk, the Dallas Cowboys discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. Of course, my name is Alex Alcazaz, a.k.a. the Bear of Texas, but I really shouldn't have to say that because you all know who I am and you all know what I do. So, ladies and gentlemen, quite frankly, I'm sure you saw the title of this episode and I'm sure that a lot of you were already pissed off at me. Listen, you gotta hear me out. You gotta at least listen to what I gotta say. Yeah, the Cowboys got the win, but let's be honest, it's unimpressive. Now, of course, everybody's saying, here we go once again, the Bear of Texas just being so overly critical of the Dallas Cowboys. Okay, look. Yeah, I've actually gotten a notoriety for that, but listen. The Cowboys beat a Giants team with absolutely nothing. You easily overpower and you demolish a New York Giants team that has no passion, no desire to play the game, no motivation, no vision, no leadership, no nothing. No nothing. A New York Giants team that has absolutely nothing positive going on that is down to their third string quarterback. You're telling me that the way the Dallas Cowboys easily beat one of the worst teams in the league that I should be impressed? Seriously, guys, have a little bit of sense. Understand what's going on here. Yeah, the Cowboys got the win. I will give them that. But at the end of the day, when you easily beat a team like the Giants, that again are absolutely atrocious, they're horrible, it's nothing to gloat about. It's nothing to really brag about, honestly. It's nothing to brag about at all. You know, this once again, the Dallas Cowboys have solidified themselves as a team that can easily destroy one of the worst teams in the league. But then you ask yourself this, why doesn't this happen against the good teams? Why couldn't Dallas do this against San Francisco? You know, sooner or later, you know, when the Cowboys play the Buffalo Bills, so now you ask yourself this, can the Cowboys do this against the Buffalo Bills? Can the Dallas Cowboys do this against the Miami Dolphins? Can they do this against the Detroit Lions, against the Seattle Seahawks? If they do, if they actually pull off a win, <laughs> I'll be honest with you, because in the upcoming schedule, the fact that Dallas plays Buffalo and Miami in back-to-back weeks on the road, if the Cowboys are able to beat both those teams in spectacular fashion, that'll tell a different story, but until then, uh, yeah. <sighs> You know, the fact of the matter is how, on that particular drive, how the Cowboys drive down the field, they go, they go down to a fourth and two in the red zone, they go for it, and they fail to get it. So I guess you could say the Giants briefly made somewhat of an impact, but uh, not long after that, it all just completely went downhill, completely spiraled out of control for the Giants. I mean, Tommy DeVito, well, man... What a way to make your first official start for the NFL, right? Man. You know, Daniel Jones being lost last week to a torn ACL. I mean, just seeing how bad the Giants are. I mean, this is why I didn't even bother previewing this game. Because I said to myself, you know, what can I possibly say about the Giants that I've not said already, you know? Because obviously, I have a bit of a notoriety as well, but having to repeat myself, but then again, that's, you know, what i got to deal with when it comes to Cowboys Nation. At least one of the many things, but... um this game was not even worth previewing. I mean, why waste my time? Now, why waste the energy? Definitely going to recap it, of course, but you guys get the point. You guys know what's going on here. 
Now, again, it does seem like I'm taking everything away from the Cowboys. Like I said, yeah, they got the win. It's great. They got the win. They're now 6-3. and three, But, again, you beat one of the wor most worthless teams in the league today, one of the worst teams in the league today, a team that's down to their third-string quarterback. You know, <laughs> now, if Daniel Jones had played, I doubt, I mean, I mean the, the game probably wouldn't have ended as bad. But then again, in week one, Daniel Jones started, and the uh, Cowboys won 40-0. to zero. Now, it's a diff it was a different... Different situation back then because, after, you know, in week one you ask yourself, well, is the Cowboys defense that damn good or is the Giants offense just that horrible? And, uh, well, we know how that turned out. So, <laughs> Giants just got even worse. And, you know, insane, you know how they are today, again, they, they never really had any chance. I mean, the fact that, that they actually put 17 points against the Cowboys is actually a kind of a miracle. But then again, well, 10 of those points were against the, the Cowboys' backups. Now... You know, going to halftime, you know, 28-0. to zero, You know, the Giants, you know, did respond, you know, early in the second half, you know, like that. But, uh, yeah, then after that, Cowboys just went right back to what they were doing. And, man, that was it. That was it, man. <laughs> you know, going back to how I basically explained how Dallas has once again solidified themselves against a team that just can't get it done. Let me explain it to you this particular way. Every team that Dallas has beaten so far this season, they all have a losing record, except for the New York Jets, who are currently four and four. But since the since the Jets and Raiders game is being played right now, well, so right now, but honestly, so even if the Jets do manage to pull this off, and by the time obviously this is published, it's going to be a different story. But since I'm you know talking right now as I'm recording, you guys get the point. So because taking a look at it like this, okay. So the Cowboys beat the Giants 40-0 in Week 1, and then beat the Jets 30-10. And then they lose to a horrible, putrid Cardinals team that actually won today with the return of Kyler Murray. They destroy a, a shitty Patriots team, and then get destroyed by the 49ers, who snapped their three-game winning streak today. You know, they beat the Chargers. You know, the Chargers somewhat look you know, to be a bit respectable, but the, the Chargers, while well, losing that game against Detroit, uh, that really doesn't do them any good. So, I mean... It goes on. I mean, the Cowboys beating the Rams, you know. See, the bottom line is, you ask yourself, who has Dallas honestly beaten this season? Who have they really beaten that's any uh, of rele relevance? I mean, nobody. Nobody. So that's why I'm really I'm really saying that I shouldn't be I, I shouldn't be impressed. I mean, I'm not impressed with this. Yeah, I, but yeah, I get it. 49-17, but again, against a shitty team. Now, if this was against, you know, a team like San Francisco... Or if this was against Philadelphia, or against, you know, Buffalo, or Detroit, you know, whatever, you know, th that would be a different story, but clearly that's not the case, you know. If the Cowboys were to do this against the Ravens, you know, or against the Bengals, you know, or against the Browns, you know, for that matter, or against the Seahawks, you know, the bottom line is, what Dallas did against New York, you know, and as I said this already in the episode, you know, can they do this against a good team, or then again, why can't they do this against a good team, see? Because, you know, how many times have we seen, you know, Dallas easily gets a job done against a weaker, you know, from a team that's, you know, average to mediocre to whatever, but against the higher competition? We don't see that. I mean, you guys get the point. Now, I've got to be honest with you. <laughs> One of the boys from the Great, uh, the Great Girth podcast, uh, shout out to uh, Tony and, uh, and Austin. Yeah, I'm sure listening to this, I'm sure it's Austin, uh, Mr. Austin Rawlison of the Great Girth Podcast, so I'm sure that he's <laughs> he's got to be seething right now. And Austin, look, you got to understand where I'm coming from, brother. 
I know that you love the Cowboys. I'm sure that I've driven you crazy. God knows how many times already, and I've only known you for such for for a short amount of time. But <laughs> hey, listen, man, you got. I mean, I'm I'm sure that you basically. I mean, you know what I'm saying. I mean, you deep down, you, <laughs> there's probably nobody out there that agrees more than you. I mean, come on. Because much like me, I mean, you're no bullshitter. You don't accept any bullshit. You simply tell it like it is, my friend. Now, as far as Josh McSwain goes, I'm sure he probably he probably understands. You know, also I'm I'm covering him as well. But now Josh McSwain will point out, well, you got to give him credit for this. I mean, yeah. Now, Ceedee Lamb, what Ceedee Lamb has done, you know, as of late, I mean, that you you can't, obviously can't take it away. But then again, you you kind of bring up the fact it was not a, these were against horrible teams. Now against Phil. Now, Philadelphia kind of tells a story, but uh, the way Philadelphia played against Dallas, you know, some people would say that Dallas may have exposed Philadelphia as a possibly overrated team. Now, I'm not going to go down that road because I don't want to call Philadelphia overrated because clearly Dallas is the team that's, uh, well, that's uh, justifiably overrated because, again, every team that Dallas has beaten so far this season, not an impressive track record. So, 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 so as far as CeeDee Lamb goes, I mean, you, you know, Teddy had 11 catches for 151 yards, and he established an NFL record in the Super Bowl era. You know, third consecutive game with at least 10 catches and 150 yards. I mean, that right there is impressive. Now, again, you bring up the point these were against horrible teams, but still, whether it was against horrible teams or not, I mean, CeeDee Lamb did something that's great. I mean, this is something they don't, don't just give to anybody, but still. So, you know, and Deron Bland, you know, had his fifth interception of the season. You know, as far as Deron, Deron Bland goes, you know, this guy is making just doing such a fantastic job, you know, taking over for Trayvon Diggs. So here I am, even though I'm not, I'm unimpressed with the win. I'm still, you know, mentioning a couple of, you know, interesting facts. You know, Dak Prescott, you know, despite the fact that he had a, another interception, I was like, what the hell was that? But you know, Dak Prescott, you know, still had a great game. But again, against the Giants. Now I should mention the Cowboys are actually on a 12-game winning streak at home. And Dallas actually, since 2021, has a very, very positive track record of getting a win after a loss. So, I mean, still a couple, you know, talking points. And, you know, and honestly, right now, you know, you know, seeing what happened with Tommy DeVito, who started for the Giants, I mean, seeing what he went through today, I mean, uh, that dude just got absolutely bullied. <laughs> By the, I mean, the, the, the Giants' offensive line is just so horrible that, you know, Tommy DeVito, I mean, a lot of people really think it's just it's just unfair of how, you know, of the cards that he's been dealt with. I mean, look, it's unfortunate, you know, but this is the NFL. And at the end of the day, you know, you know he, he tossed two touchdowns even though he, uh, he failed to actually uh, surpass, you know, 100 yards through the year. I mean, he still threw two touchdowns, you know, had two touchdowns and one interception, which was better than what he had last week. So, so Tommy DeVito... Still, you know, this is the opportunity, you know, he's starting, you know, for the Giants. You know, he's a native of New Jersey, you know, played college football at Syracuse. And then I believe he finished it out in Illinois, I believe. But with Tommy DeVito, again, you know, coming in, you know, as the starter. And, you know, I mean, this is obviously an honor for him. I mean, he could at least say, well, I started an NFL game. I started against the Cowboys, and I threw two touchdowns against the Cowboys. So that's still, that's still something to tell his friends, you know, the children, the grandchildren one day. So... But still, you know, but, but seeing what Tommy DeVito went through, I mean, the fact that he just got hit so many times, got sacked five times, the pressures, the hits, I mean, the bottom line is he got up each time. Tommy DeVito is one tough son of a gun, let me tell you. I mean, every hit he took, I mean, again, he just got back up. 
So we, I, I give him that. Always got up and and really just every time he came back on the sideline, you know, he, he was still trying to be as positive as he could be because again, you know, for him this is this is a dream come true. You're starting an NFL team. You're, you're starting for an NFL team. You're starting against the Cowboys. So I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, is, is clearly obviously. Even though Tommy DeVito did not have the best day, he still actually managed to put up some somewhat of an impression. I mean, Randall, you know, had 41, you know, rushing yards and you know, on seven carries, and that's an average of about six yards. So, also Quan Barkley had 66 carries on thir- 66 yards on 13 carries, but oh, uh, but you know, you see the you see the total yards. I mean, Dallas had 640 total yards, while New York only had 172. I mean. New York only had 61 total passing yards. Huh. Oh. <laughs> so the fact that Dallas outmatched New York by a little, by close to 500 yards on total offense. I mean, the fact, I mean, check this out. New York, 0 for 12 on third down. You know, it's interesting. 0 for 12 on third down, but 2 for 3 on fourth down. Hmm. Go figure, right? And, you know, Prescott got, didn't get sacked at all, which was, you know, and, 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 and check this out. New York only two penalties for five yards, while Dallas actually had nine penalties for 83 yards. Yeah, I found it interesting, you know, when Dallas, you know, basically when Dallas was up by so much, I mean, Dallas was just kind of committing these penalties. I'm just kind of like, is Dallas just really playing around? I mean, Dallas is just obviously, I mean, whatever, but, hey, but you know what? Got to give uh, the Giants this. I mean, the Giants actually managed to force two turnovers, so the Giants actually had... They forced more turnovers than the Cowboys. So, man. <laughs> oh, man. This is just a, you know, honestly, the, the, fa- <laughs> the, the fact that uh, here I am sitting that, and I'm saying that how unimpressive I am, I mean, it's completely solidified. You know, I'm justified in what I'm saying because the Giants are two and eight. The Cowboys are six and three, and the Giants came in this game with no chance. Okay, no chance at all. So Dallas basically won a game that they're supposed to win, but there's times where Dallas loses the game that they're supposed to win. But again, what really mars this is the fact that Dallas beat up on a on a jabroni team. You know, it's like in pro wrestling when a wrestling promotion is. Basically promoting a, 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 a certain talent that's about to become like a star. Like if, if a certain wrestler has a, a character that's an, unstop, an unstoppable monster and he easily defeats his, his opponent in like in like 30 seconds. I mean that, 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 that's how it is for all you wrestling fans. You know, you all know how it goes. I mean the bottom line is Dallas beats easily overpowers a weak team. You know, and how many times have I said this in this episode already? I mean... That's that's obviously you know, the thing right there, you know, repeating myself because again, because a, a lot of people just don't get it. I mean, all, all that stuff I deal with, with cowboy fans and you know, with Cowboys Nation, you know, specifically, you know, like why can't you just give them this? You know, why can't you just give, give the Cowboys credit for this? And look, I gave them the credit. Yeah, they got the win. I spoke about Ceedee Lamb, you know, Deron Bland, all that. I gave I gave them the credit, but still, all this is, is against the shitty teams. Like I want to I want to see Dallas destroy a team that is actually really good. I want to see Dallas basically, you know, how you know the whole thing with Tampa, you know, in the, in the playoffs last season. I mean, I want to see something like that. I want to see that more often. And honestly, I'm not. So, so yeah, the Cowboys got the win. I mean, a win's a win. But, 
This was a win against a shitty team. And when it, when any team in any sport beats a team that's horrible, and like you know, and, and, and I'll be honest, a lot of the scores that Dallas had, I mean, you know, Dak Prescott throwing four touchdowns. Now the touchdowns were great. You know, Brandon Cooks had nine catches for 173 yards and a touchdown. You know, and and those touchdown passes. I mean, the New York. I mean, most of the time, the New York Giants defense wasn't even trying. They weren't. They weren't even trying. Huh. I mean, it's no wonder Dallas had a field day. Gets it. Gets a, get a, a team that is unmotivated, visionless, passionless, lack the desire to play the game. It's like the Giants didn't even want to play today. Huh. Now they, they put up 17 points. Now if the Giants had lost 49 to zero, I mean that would certainly say yeah they did not want to play at all. But uh, I mean again. <laughs> What, what what else could I say? I mean, Giants offense just didn't even try at times. I mean, they didn't even get a sack. And they got two interceptions. You know, one of them was Dak Pre was from Dak Prescott. But Dak Prescott threw into heavy traffic. So so basically, the, the Giants were lucky on that one because that that was just a sloppy play by the Cowboys offense. I mean, that was that was on Dak Prescott. But yeah. So overall, the Giants defense just didn't even try it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> So really, at the end of the day, Dallas, you know, easily overpowered a defense that just did not give a damn. They did not care. So, again, every single thing like that, I mean, this is why all these all these particular key points is why Dallas's win was really unimpressive. It's a lackluster. It really is. Now, it's decisive and it's memorable, of course, but, again, huh, man, you know, and, and, and for Dak Prescott, you know, he has thrown for 300 yards in three straight games. You know, Tony Romo actually did that twice in a, in 2007 and 2012. So, so, so I mean, again, you know, Dak Prescott is putting up the numbers. Now, in, in Dallas's case, we can't say it's garbage time stats. But still, these these are stats against, you know, against, against a defense that just, you know, doesn't care and didn't even bother trying. So, yeah. So moving forward, as far as the Cowboys are, uh, excuse me, as far as the Cowboys are concerned, now the next game is, is against Carolina on the road. Hmm. Now obviously Dallas is <laughs> well, clearly there's no, there's really no excuse for Dallas, but uh, Dallas better not underestimate Carolina because you know Dallas know students coming up on Thanksgiving, the, the Washington Commanders will be in town, and the Commanders have given the Cowboys a hard time on Thanksgiving before. You know, three years ago we saw what happened. But, because, you know, after Thanksgiving, after Thanksgiving, the, the, the fun and games will be over for good. If they're not over yet, they will be over then. Because on November 30th, the Seattle Seahawks are in town. And then you got the Eagles at home. And then you got the Bills on the road. And then the Dolphins on the road. And then the Detroit Lions at home. Yeah. So, basically, December could very well be a day of reckoning for the Cowboys. It could be, basically, the, their judgment day. So, <laughs> This is why right now, here I am saying that this is unimpressive because, you know, soon in December, in the most crucial month, and as we know throughout history, December has not been a pleasant month to the Cowboys. So, huh, now that you got Seattle on the, on the 30th of November at home, then you got Philadelphia on the road, and then you, you got Philadelphia at home, excuse me, and then you got the Bills and the Dolphins in back-to-back -back weeks on the road before playing Detroit at home. Yeah, if the Cowboys crap the bed, you know that time? You can bet that the Cowboys will not make the playoffs, and you can certainly expect Mike McCarthy to be fired on that particular Monday 
Although I would not be surprised if Jerry Jones kept Mike, Mike McCarthy around, even, even if Dallas were to basically have a winless December, which honestly is actually possible. We'll just have to see how things go. So again, congrats. You got the win against the Giants, but uh, yeah, you once again beat a weak, horrible team. And now Dallas can be proud of it. They can be proud of their win, but it is nothing to gloat about. It's nothing to brag about. It's nothing really to go on. Great. You got the win. Now, focus on the Panthers, okay? Then focus on the Commanders, and then get ready because come November 30th, it's going to be on. At the most crucial month of the season, the Cowboys have the ultimate test. And if Dallas craps the bed once again, solidifying me as the person who said Dallas just can't do it against the good teams. They easily beat the horrible teams, but against the good teams, against serious competition, the Cowboys do what they do best. They crap the bed, they embarrass themselves, they get knocked out of the playoffs, and then everybody is basically going to be butthurt about it because I, I tell the truth. Huh. If you guys think Stephen A. Smith is going to enjoy a laugh, I mean, just wait till how I'm going to think. Huh. Just wait till how I'm going to react. If, they, if, if the Cowboys have the worst no December ever, if you guys think that if, if you guys think Stephen A. Smith is going to get under your skin, huh? What I'm going to do? It's going to make Stephen A. Smith look like nothing. It's going to make Stephen A. Smith look like he's actually got actual sympathy for Cowboys Nation. So ladies and gentlemen, y'all know me. I'm not like that. Again, got the win, but let's see you do that against a better team. So, enjoy the win for now. But uh, you know what? You got the Panthers next, and the Panthers are 1-8. And, and the Panthers can do more than give Dallas a run for their money, but uh, early thing like that, I have Dallas beating Carolina, but I wouldn't be surprised. Well... I would feel like the win is going to be like this one. It's going to be unimpressive because Carolina is bad. Ladies and gentlemen, Cowboys Talk, as you know, is available on all streaming platforms. It's available on anywhere where you can get your podcast. It's on Spotify. It's on Apple Podcasts. It's on YouTube. YouTube Music. Google Podcasts. As I said, anywhere you get your podcast, you can find Cowboys Talk. So please do me a favor. Hit the subscribe button, and please be sure that you hit the notification bell. That way, I know for sure that you will not be missing out on any exciting upcoming content. Thank you very, very much, ladies and gentlemen. Have a good one. God bless. I'll see you all next time.